Hi, this is Joan from Freaks and Clowns. You're watching CMS TV. little anger and aggression there on the classic metal show that's vector with uh pillars of sand and that one going out by request to uh anthony carollo wanted to hear that and, i like it and then uh we also heard uh the bell witch from merciful fate for ben in the chat room going out to shelly and we heard something from a band called uh, wings of steel with uh leather and lace for uh demon in the chat room well, there you go so uh getting to some requests there hey you notice you know what i noticed about um about that wicked ways song from deep purple what's that that it was it good had, well it has the same riff as lover boy working for the weekend <laughs> well nobody but jack will ever claimed richie blackmore's original yeah, I know, but uh, if you listen to working for the weekend and listen to the to the you know the basically the uh, melody of of uh, Wicked Ways, yeah, it it almost sounds identical. So you're saying that Richie Blackmore stole from I'm not Mike saying, Dean or whatever? I, I'm not saying that, but uh, I was just like, wait a minute, this is working for the weekend. I'll say it. <laughs> Richie Blackmore stole from Loverboy. <laughs> it's too funny. <laughs> too funny but uh yeah so there you go uh get to a few requests that's cool and then uh we got a um got a email here from quit chris wicks earlier he was uh listening to the debut of the uh metal shop yeah and he was just like sounds fucking awesome got chills it went back to being 17 again thanks to all who were involved to make this happen well he's right it is great so so I suggest everybody checks it out every single week over at KRFK. Nice. Make sure you check it out. It's, it's I'm not sure if it's going to be on every week at seven o'clock or if it's, um, I, cause I thought I had heard it's going to be right before us. Okay. Like 8 PM. I'm not sure. So check with KRFK radio over at krfkmedia.com. And um, I'm sure they'll have the schedule posted, but make sure you're listening because it is a fucking kick-ass show. Yeah, I didn't get to hear the debut show. Where where could I hear it again if uh, if I missed it, which I obviously did? Well, it'll be on Wednesday at 11, but I know you'll be at work, but um, mm -hmm. maybe I'll slide it to you. Okay, do that for me. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the debut uh rollout of of the return of Metal Shop. Sure. And I did I did not get to hear it as I was napping. <laughs> well, and I will um and I will be featured or my interview will be featured. I'm sure my voice won't be heard at all, but I will my interview with Black will be featured in episode 3. All right, very good. So that should be fun too cuz it was right. a kick-ass interview with Blackie, so. Okay. Very cool. All right. Well, what do you what do you have? What do you have All for right. us? I'm gonna go way back. We're gonna take the way back time machine here. All right. To a name we haven't talked about in years. Okay. And I mean years. Ray Stevens is back. <laughs> you know of the streak. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Stevens has put out a new song. 
Were you waiting for the new Ray Stevens? Uh, to be honest with you, I wasn't aware that Ray Stevens was still uh, above ground. <laughs> I was not either <laughs> I mean, until I saw this. <laughs> now, when did the streak come out? 74, 73? Dude, I was, all I remember is I was a little, little kid I, in my I was, car. I was pretty young. I just remember. Don't look careful. <laughs> I, all I remember is. I was so young that hearing somebody talking about being naked, mm -hmm. I thought was like crazy. Mm -hmm. My dad, my dad had the eight track because I guess he had other songs too. Like, um, Jesus loves the little children. You know that one? Yeah. Everything is beautiful mm -hmm. in its own way. We used to listen to that eight track all the time, but I can just remember thinking I was, I was privy to some dark secret that I was hearing a song about a naked chick. <laughs> Too funny, man. They, oh, yes, they call him the streak. Wow. Fastest thing on two feet. <laughs> <laughs> the streak was great. Hello, everyone. This is your Action News reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the scene at the supermarket. There seems to have been some disturbance here. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was standing over by the tomatoes, and here he comes, running through the pole beans, through the fruits and vegetables, naked as a jaybird. And I hollered over to Ethel. I said, don't look, Ethel. And it's too late. She'd already been in the sands. He comes. Boogie dad. Boogie dad. Boogie dad. And he ain't wearing no clothes. Oh, yes, they call him the street. Boogie dad. Boogie dad. Fastest thing on two feet. He's just as proud as he can be. His anatomy, he gonna give us a peek. <laughs> 1974. 74. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they also did while you're while you're playing songs. Give us a little of Ahab the Arab. Oh yeah, Ahab the Arab. The chief of the foreign land. Right. <laughs> is that is that politically correct these days? Well, when you hear what Ray's doing now, you'll see it doesn't matter. <laughs> Tell you about Ahab, the Arab, the sheik of the burning sand. He had emeralds and rubies just dripping off of him and a ring on every finger of his head. He wore a big old turban wrapped around his head and a scimitar by his side. And every evening, about midnight, he'd jump on his camel named Clyde <laughs> and ride. Silently through the night to the Sultan's tent Where he would secretly meet up with Fatima of the Seven Veils Swinging his grade A number one U.S. choice Dancing the Sultan's whole harem Cause <laughs> him and her had a thing going, you know And they'd been carrying on for some time now Behind the Sultan's back You could hear him talk to his camel As he rode out across the dunes His voice would cut through the still night desert air And he'd say Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't think you get away with that one these days yeah right <laughs> well you're gonna be shocked to know shocked. Ray, shocked ray stevens is back and he's about as politically correct as ever wow 
even at the ripe old age of 160 or whatever he is, <laughs> Ray has a new video out. Which yeah. We will watch live here on this show. Wow. Okay. The, the, the name of the song. You're, you ready? Okay. Go ahead. Drum roll, please. Since Bubba changed his name to Charlene. <laughs> All right. little transgender humor here. Yes. <laughs> so Ray Stevens is checking in with since Bubba changed his name to Charlene. <laughs> wow. All right. So let's check out a little of Ray Stevens. Here we go. Well, now things are strange at my old alma mater. They're changing things that they might not order. And you can call me an old fuddy-duddy, I guess. But they threw out teaching the ABCs, added CRT and new biology. And you can't deny what they call amazing progress. Especially since Bubba changed his name to Charlene. Went out and joined the girls' swimming team. Well, now we've won every race, broke every record in the state. And that beats anything I've ever seen. What do you think? <laughs> well, he just regurgitated Guitar Zan. Yeah, he did. Go ahead, please. <laughs> He's free as the breeze, he's always at ease He lives in the jungle and hangs by his knees As he swings through the trees without a trapeze In his DVD <laughs> He's got a union card and he's practicing hard To play the guitar, gonna be a big star Yeah, he's gonna go far And carry moonbeams home in a jar See, he just regurgitated guitar then Hey, good for him though, why not? <laughs> When is the last time? I mean, honestly, when's the last time you thought about Ray Stevens? I haven't. I mean, it's probably been since the seventies, right? right? I, mean, I mean, you know, the, obviously the guy was pretty clever with the, uh, you know, the silliness yeah, and, and making, you know, uh, buffoonery and, and absurdity out of maybe current events and things like that. So, yeah, I'm trying to see how old is he? God, he was born in 1939. He's 84. Yeah. And he's still out there making videos. That's what keeps him keeps him young. I guess so. 84 years young. That's right. <laughs> so you want some more of since Bubba changed his name to Charlene? Yes, please. All right. Let's check out more of this. And since Bubba changed his name to Charlene. We're seeing things not meant to be seen. To be seen. Yeah, no matter how you slice it, it's hard to keep his business private. Now that Bubba's changed his name to Charlene. To Charlene. And went out and joined the girls' swimming team. Swimming team. Now, if we continue in this pursuit, we'll need to rethink those bathing suits. They've been getting skimpier and skimpier, and that's got to stop. No more swimming suits by Christian Dior. That's just not gonna work anymore. We need a lot more fabric at the bottom than on the top. Since Bubba <laughs> changed his name to Sh 
<laughs> you gotta give them you gotta give them credit it's pretty clever it's it's great uh, it's pretty funny i mean just for an old guy i mean he's he just kind of you know obviously his sense of humor is is carried him through all these decades you know yeah. he, he gets the absurdity of life he does it's it's hilarious and it's 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 an 84-year-old man with no fucks being given. Yeah. I mean, what's that guy got to lose? Yeah. You going to do cancel him? Yeah. God's going to cancel him shortly. Yeah. You're canceled, Ray Stevens. <laughs> You're no longer allowed on college campuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be very upset about that. I mean, do you think he even tours? Hard to say. He may do like those dinner clubs or something. You know what I mean? Let's see if we can't find a website or something for Ray official website let's see well he does have a website um let's see tv show videos discography store nothing about touring but he does have the well he has the cabaret okay whatever that is i guess he has his own place not okay was it like in branson or something i don't know let's see I'll put this up on the screen. Let me get this video clicked. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're learning we're learning about the the cabaret all 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 together, I guess. Yeah, Branson. That's what I thought. This since the 1980s, Stevens has appeared regularly at the country music performing venue of Branson, Missouri. Uh, let's see. 2005 was his last year for performance and Branson. Currently there are no scheduled performances anywhere. Um, that's all I see right there. So I guess he maybe stopped doing performances, you know, 20 years ago, (laughs) years ago. Yeah. Well, let's see what it was about. Anyway, here we go. Cabaret Showroom is now open in Nashville. You can come for dinner and a show. Drinks in the live music piano bar. Look around and check out the recording session photos on the walls of the showroom. Visit the gift shop and there's lots of free parking. Call now at 615-327-4630 or go online to raystevenscabaret.com and check out the show dates and times. (laughs) I'd love to see you there. All right, so he does perform, I guess, huh? Guess so. He just moved it to Nashville. Yeah, uh, next show Saturday, October seventh. Oh, that's today. That's today. He's on stage right now, getting yeah. Tarzan. Nashville's uh, indie country showdown, the cabaret showroom. All right. Yeah, so he's he does his limited engagements uh, at his own place. Well, good for Ray. Mm-hmm. 84. I hope he's playing this since Bubba changed his name to Charlene's song. Right. It could be a debut tonight. Sure. Ray Stevens Cabaret Showroom. Nice. Good for him. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get back to more of this jewel. Okay. <laughs> Look at this. Who do you think this guy is? You think that's his son? Uh, who knows? It's <laughs> funny. It's hilarious. I love it. All right. Here it is. More of since Bubba changed his name to Charlene. It's Ray All Stevens. Right. All right. Charlene went out and joined the girls' swimming team. Well, we've won every race, broke every record in the state, and now we're making him homecoming queen. <laughs> the whole senior class is predominantly Caucasian, <laughs> but this year they've decided to identify as Asian. It's 
It's not that they don't want their white privilege anymore. They just all thought it might help their SAT scores. So I guess Asians are smarter. Guess. So if you identify as an Asian, you'll you'll do better on your SATs. I guess so. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Well, again, making making fun at uh, you know silliness, the absurdities. He is. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Changed his brother, changed his name to Charlene. <laughs> Went out and joined that girl's swimming team. Yes, we won every race, broke every record in the state, and now we're making him homecoming queen. Since Bubba changed his name to Charlene. But you know, this is working out pretty good. I mean, my wife now identifies as my husband. <laughs> so I bought her a new bass boat for her birthday. Yeah. And she bought me a big diamond necklace for my birthday. <laughs> it's a win-win situation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid, but great. Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I just thought you'd appreciate that. Reese Stevens is back. No, how about that? <laughs> Who would have ever thought? That's that's just I just saw this and was like, oh, I got to bring this to the show. Sure, absolutely. How how did you uh, stumble on that? Uh, you know what? It just came up on on YouTube. Okay. It just was. I was looking for. I I watched this one stupid wrestling show on YouTube every day. Okay. Wrestle Talk News, and um, it was listed next to it. So I was like, wait a minute, Ray Stevens. And clicked it to oh. see if it was the same guy. Look at look look at him racing up the charts. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, Ray is back. So right. very good. So there you go. Okay. All right. Next thing. Next topic. Next topic. Let's go to we'll go to another another non really classic metal thing that, that but we talk about these guys kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. Sticks. Okay. So Sticks went on that whatever that show is called with Dan Rather interviews with Dan Rather or whatever. Okay, it's some show that Dan Rather does now. You know, I'd now, rather I'd probably rather watch something else. Well, I would usually too. <laughs> I would not usually watch this at all. Right. But again, I saw this clip and I like Sticks, and it's really pretty interesting. All right, this clip. So it's Tommy Shaw, JY, and Lawrence Gowan. Okay. Talking to to um Dan Rather. You know, the disgraced journalist Dan Rather. Right, of course. And um they're talking about Dennis DeYoung. And they're asking and you know, Dan Rather, who's always on the cutting edge. Yeah, of course asks him if Dennis of course he's got Lawrence Gowan sitting next to him too and he asks him and he asks him if 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 Dennis DeYoung will ever come back to Sticks. Yeah, yeah. You're the replacement guy. Are you concerned that Dennis DeYoung will ever come back? 
Well, it's even worse than that because he just ignores him and asks the other two guys. Right. And and then finally he goes to Gowan and is like, yeah, you had to sit here and listen to all this. <laughs> <laughs> but he he almost ignores Lawrence Gowan and Thank just you. asks these two guys. Yeah, well, you're, you're the replacement guy. I got nothing to ask. Yeah, you. I got nothing for you. Right. But I was surprised how hard their no is. This is skid row level will sebastian come back fuck no right without saying fuck no they basically said fuck no they okay. want nothing to do with dennis right right but it's um he does um I, I, they they answer it i was really surprised that they didn't use because you know how these these are usually such softballs you know yeah, it's usually it's usually that whole you know, we hope that Dennis is doing great and we yeah, want nothing more than well and he's yeah. doing his own thing and we're yeah. doing our own thing. And yeah, oh, the doors never close, but you know, we just don't anticipate no. that to be the case. And no, this is more like the doors padlocked. We've got a trained gunman if he comes to the door <laughs> and we're going to shoot him if he comes and even tries. All right. I mean, JY especially. Has you'll see it when you see this. Tommy Shaw tries to be a little bit politically correct about it, a little right. bit. Right. JY's like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> not hey, happening. Hey, not happening on my watch, pal. Nah. He wants nothing to do with even the thought of it. All he right. almost seems like he's annoyed that he's being asked this question, yeah, which sure. probably is. Because, all right, how long has it been since Dennis got kicked out of the band? 25 years <laughs> yeah i mean it's been a while it's been a gowan's while. been in the band 25 years and they they did do didn't they do like one record together in between and it didn't work yeah, it didn't quite you know yeah. quite take off or uh, the old problems resurfaced again mm -hmm. but they even hammered on on like kilroy was here too you'll see they, well they never did like that one no I mean, they did you, you talked to tommy shaw and he was just like you know, he, he said, you know, I came in and I brought the rock element and then he went to do this whole opera thing and mm -hmm. we had to wear these ridiculous spacesuits on stage and this was all Dennis's thing and yeah. he just insisted on it and we didn't want to do that and, and, and that basically is what broke up the band. Yeah. Well they, they get into all this. Yeah, I know. I've heard this I've heard, you know, him go into that and how how put off he was and how st how still bitter he is about <laughs> they are know, definitely the, the, still the bitter Mr. roboto thing you know <laughs> they are definitely still very bitter mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's check it out we'll stop along the way but this is um sticks with um dan rather okay let's check it out well the ground's been covered many times but you had success and then you broke up so, in short, for somebody who doesn't know the story, wait a minute. Is, is he sucking on a Werther's or something while he's trying to talk? You know, bad plastic surgery, maybe? What the fuck's going on with his mouth? His plastics are wearing off. I mean, it, it's almost like he's sucking on a Werther's like an old man does. And yeah. <laughs> well, he, is a, he is a hundred. I know, but it's kind of embarrassing. Metal Mike says Dan had a stroke. Is that what happened? I mean, is that true? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Go ahead. If he had a stroke, it didn't do enough. <laughs> My opinion, but. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
you had success, and then you broke up. So, in short, for somebody who doesn't know the story, what's the story? Things are going great for you, the band's going great. Well, it was, we had three main songwriters, and, and Dennis and Tommy were the most successful of those. Um, and I was a very known figure as, as the, the tall guy at the center of the stage who played lead guitar and had been there from the beginning. And, but Dennis had this vision for an idea that, that none of the rest of us agreed with, and we battled about it for quite some time. We all finally gave in to him on this, this concept record of Kilroy Was Here. I'm just curious, wasn't regardless of the fact that they hated it, and I'll be honest, as a Styx fan, I hated it too. I remember hating well, it. I, I remember we used to make a lot of fun of that, you know. Yeah. We were just, it was just like that. Domo, Mr. Gato, Mr. Roboto. Domo, yeah. Domo, Domo. <laughs> and that horrible, don't let it end. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm it was, begging it was a, you. Exactly. But uh, I remember when that came out, and, and uh, everyone was like, what the fuck is this? going on here you know and then they re-released it with that caught in the act the live version of it right right gowan looks like a lot <laughs> he does, he does. <laughs> he's got the tuxedo jacket on and now, what's with the blue this, strip in yeah, his hair I say that he had this blue streak in his hair no and that comes off a as a little fay <laughs> yeah that's true too <laughs> <laughs> that's dan pelosi yeah exactly <laughs> all right let's see here let's hear some more all right well, well what is the what is the reason for this interview are they promoting something or it's just a i mean why sticks all of a sudden they just like hey let's get these sticks guys in here and let's talk about old shit that's been rehashed a million times over the last 30 years it's probably the oldest band that dan remembers from back in his 70s <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it uh that that Mr. Roboto album is uh, over 40 years old. That's what, 82 or 83? 82, 82 or 83, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's 40 years old. Yeah, it's old. Mm-hmm. Why, you're, why are you talking about that now? Because Dan's on top of it. He's a, he's a journalist. <laughs> okay. What was it like playing with... <laughs> would you be able... And before we go further... Yes. I certainly would be able to pick out Tommy Shaw... Mm -hmm. And I'd be able to pick out Lawrence Gowan, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I would never pick out JY. Yeah, I know. He looks like he's had some facial work done. I mean, Jesus. He's he's like transitioning into Herman Munster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lily. Isn't he? <laughs> oh, bad. He's, he's had some, he had some face work done. That's for sure. Yeah. Look at Tommy has incredible hair. <laughs> incredible. Thank you, Damon. All right. Dude, one of my favorite times, I, I shouldn't say it's a favorite because it was like a 9-11 thing, but I did a 9-11 thing with Tommy. Okay. Um, At the Rock Hall. One of the few good things I could say about that shithole. But um, yeah, right after 9-11, he came in and played an acoustic thing and um, I got to MC it. And um, he was, he, he could have, we were sitting in a conference room and we, we both, I don't know what, why i had to sign them but i was signing posters okay. that they were auctioning off for the uh, firefighters all right so it was just me and tommy in a room for about an hour signing these posters we signed like a hundred two hundred posters or whatever okay. and uh and it was just him telling me stories about sticks and stuff it was and damn yankees and stuff it yeah, was really sure. fun 
Is nice guy. He's really at least he was nice to me and he didn't have to be. Should have been like, who the fuck are you and why are you signing my poster? <laughs> Which I, I will I won't I won't lie. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I was cause it, it was such a weird thing. I got there to, you know, to do the gig and I was supposed to get there an hour early. Get there an hour early and they're like, Okay, we need you in the conference room. They sit me down and Tommy's in there and they're like, Okay, we gotta sign all these posters. I was like, What do you mean? And they're like Tommy will sign it, then you sign it. Right, right. All right. So I'm signing posters. And who do you think I am, shitwad? Yeah, I was. I wondered that too if they thought I was like in a band or something. But I was just the dummy from MMS that right. showed up. Sure. But it was fun, and it was fun talking to him for an hour. That was pretty, pretty good. Yep. So. All right. Anyway, more on um, sticks talking about their thoughts on Dennis DeYoung. Here we go. Okay. And he believed in it, but none of the rest of us really did. But we tried, we tried our best to make something out of what we had. And we changed management as a result of that. And it was a financial disaster. Uh, it alienated probably half our fan base. I would say there was more underlying situations to that. We, we had worked nonstop pretty much for for. See, this is Tommy coming in, <laughs> trying to trying not to have a war. Right. <laughs> you know, JY's pretty content to say, yeah, this guy fucked us. We lost all our money. This guy's a fucking disaster. And Tommy's like, well, you know, there was other things going on. <laughs> yeah, let's not lay it all at the feet of Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Years. Uh and never taking a significant amount of time off. And I think had we still had the same manager, he would have recognized that and he would have said, okay, here's what we're doing next year. We're doing nothing. You guys are gonna go get away from each other, uh, miss each other. Dennis <laughs> insisted on firing the manager that had managed us to this great success. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's uh, Dennis fucked everything up. <laughs> Tommy's trying to smooth it, and JY's having none of it. <laughs> Dennis just fucked everything up. Let's, Tom, let's, let's just call a spade a spade. Uh, Tommy's like, yeah, we probably should have taken some time off, and maybe. Not. And JY's like, nah, he fired the manager that got us all our success. That motherfucker. <laughs> I love this interview. It's funny. Right, it's the good cop, bad cop thing. Yeah, <laughs> really. And look at Gowan just sitting here, you know cocksucking smirk on his mouth just going <laughs> now i got the gig do you think he's a little fay i don't know he's got a wife i know he told me he has a wife now uh, i don't know uh, if that's okay. a beard or not yeah, but... just again i don't know i'm not making any accusations i'm just asking the question from yeah. observation that's all he definitely looks fruity as fuck but um <laughs> but uh, i don't think he is okay i think he, i think he's a flamboyant straight male if there is a such thing okay he does when you and again I, i'm only basing this on talking to him sure I, one time right. i interviewed him once and um when i interviewed him the one time he does not come off like he's wiping cum off his mouth to get the <laughs> words out all right he comes off like a man all right you know so i i don't think he is and i know he said in the interview that I did with him that, that he's married. All right. So, so I'm going to say no, but I don't know. Take it for what it's worth. Yeah. If he is, he is. What? A, I don't care. He still I, don't, sings I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care either. I was just, just like, 
Okay, just mm. serving. That's all. Yeah. All right, here we go. So, but I think that's a lot of what what it had to do with. We yeah. we should have gone out. Go, you know, because take a year off. Take a year off. Go do a solo album. Do this sort of thing. But then get back together and you and, and you'll maybe appreciate each other a lot more. We never really got to that point. The only way to really continue to you know survive and succeed is to go out and play live concerts and he wasn't a team player in this regard and when the time came in 1999 we had a new record ready to go and we had offers galore to go out and perform live and Dennis refused to leave the house he said for a medical reason so I, I said tell you what you've worked on Broadway and I said you have understudies there when you're not well one night somebody else plays your part so I said, why don't you just come with us and we'll do this and you don't have to do all the shows. And he said, I don't want you to do that. And I said, well, we're going with you or without you. <laughs> and uh, Well, fuck you. We're doing it. <laughs> well, you know, you know what this sounds just like? What? The journey thing. It does. Yeah, you know, they were got together, put it out an album. Yeah. Hell by fire. They hadn't done, you know, they hadn't been together in 10 years. Got a new album out. Got a couple of videos out. It's catching fire. People are looking for the return of journey. And mm -hmm. Steve Perry goes, yeah, I'm not going out. I got to get a hip surgery. And yeah. I said, I'm, All right. I'm not touring. And they go, okay, we have, well, we got another guy named Steve. Yeah. All right. Taiketo. What, what's your guy doing right, right. now? <laughs> right. And that's what happened. And it is. Yeah. It is the same story. Mm-hmm. I just love how bitter, I mean, it's been, even this, I mean, it's been 25 years or whatever, and JY is as bitter today as he was probably the day it happened. Right. He has not let loose at all. Tommy seems like, ah, whatever. And Gowan is thrilled because he's probably made millions of dollars. Sure. <laughs> you know, that he never would have made without this. He's made a king's ransom. He has. <laughs> so, all right, so here's a little more of this. This is fun. Right. I think he thought we would fail, and I knew we would succeed, and we did succeed, and a year later he sued us in court over the use of the name. <laughs> um, we settled out of court on the whole thing, and uh, I've gone on without him. Yeah, we yeah, said, don't special. ever come back here, pal. He's just like, and we just did it without him. Fuck yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him, and I hate his solo records, too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you and your desert moon, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 look at the look on his face and that's how it is so fuck yeah, yeah. what do you think of that see yeah <laughs> then i start in the batman movie as the joker <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go and what are the chances that he comes back in in, in some form in some way wait a minute I want you to watch Lawrence Gowan when that question is asked. Well, well, watch uh, JY's eyes too. His yeah. eyes, his eyes go back and forth like yeah, he's like, oh, like Jesus. his eyes start ping ponging back and forth like <laughs> what what yeah but and then Gowan almost falls out of his chair. Watch. Um, we settled out of court on the whole thing and uh, have gone on without him. Well. The inevitable question, what are the chances that he comes back in, in, <laughs> in some form, in some way? Is it absolutely, positively, never, no way? Or is there something in the works or nothing in the works, but you're open to it? You know, I, I, I've forgiven Dennis for everything he's done that I, I, I feel that uh, 
was not right. And I do you believe him? <laughs> <laughs> well, my my nephew had <laughs> my nephew had a funny observation too. What do you say? He goes, "Why does Tommy Shaw look like he has T Rex arms?" <laughs> It's just the angle of the camera. He's got his arms up on the up on, on the, the armrests or yeah, whatever. It looks like he's yeah. <laughs> now that you look at it, it's yeah, no. kind of funny. Tyrannosaurus Shaw. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> it is funny. Oh my god! He almost looks Tommy. Uh, and he's got to be in his seventies too at this point. Yeah, he's he's at least heading there. He's uh, Seventy already. Am I crazy in thinking he looks like a longer-haired David Spade? Yeah, yeah, he does. Those two does. could probably pa- pass. Yeah, I agree with Ben because I've sat next to him. He could be. He's like five feet tall. If yeah, he's he, five he, five. I'd be amazed. Yeah, he's a he's a small dude. <laughs> he's he's a little dude on a booster chair. <laughs> <laughs> probably is <laughs> they all sat down and they had him stand up put two phone books under his ass <laughs> mm. all right here we go we would have so much fun with this little interview yeah who, who we're, we're, I just, we're only halfway in and we've had so many observations and comments <laughs> happens that way usually doesn't it <laughs> it's hysterical all right here's more of uh Sticks talking about Dennis DeYoung. The big interview. The big interview. All right. Very good. All right. We wish him the best. He's a really talented guy. Um, but he's... Uh, I have no desire to work with him again. <laughs> to depend on him being... <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> He's talented. He's great, but I have no desire to work with him. Right. None. Money that, doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that's that sounds like that answer I got when I asked Jeff Tate about uh, Chris DeGarmo, and he goes, "I that door is closed." Yeah, it's about what JY just said here. That door is closed, bolted, mm-hmm. cemented up. Ugh. Yeah, he's not there. He ain't hearing it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Where he's going to be when he says he's going to be there. And it's, um, I wish him the best. You know what? It's, it's like a, like a divorce. You know, you, you get married when you're young and everything's rosy. And then as you start to get a little older, you realize you didn't have that much in common. And then you <laughs> go through a, uh, a, a tough divorce. You've got all these kids and you just can't agree on anything. Yeah. All right, I have to stop for a minute. Metal Mike, you're about to get banned from life, not just our chat. You must be kidding. They are just jealous because Mr. Roboto was their best. <laughs> that is insanity. Is he being funny when he says that? I gotta hope he is because that's ridiculous. That's, first of all, every single song on Paradise Theater is better than Mr. Roboto. As is Renegade. As is, well, anything on Pieces of Eight. As is anything that they ever did. <laughs> Quite honestly. Right. Mr. Roboto yeah. might be the worst song on that album. Yeah. That song stinks. Yeah, that was that. I, I just remember what a joke it was, that, you know. 
that uh, <clears throat> when that came out, I mean, I just remember all of our, our, you know, my friends and stuff making fun of that. Yeah. And, and especially the video, the music yeah. video was terrible. He's serious. I think. Really? Dude, give me a little Mr. Roboto. Come on. Come on. And by the way, Tommy Shaw is 70. He just turned 70. So he must've been about 14 when he joined the band. Right. He, he turned 70 on September 11th. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, the video was way cool. Would you stop it, Mike? <laughs> stop. It was way cool. That video was not cool at all. It was very, it was very gay. Gay. Yes. Gay. Domo, 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 domo. Homo, homo. nice wedge you're just wrong here dude they are best known for that song that is inaccurate as all i would up. say i would say babe was probably one of their top best or lady or lady yeah or um the best of times any of those three are bigger than mr roboto come right. on or madam blue or renegade 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 is played at every fucking football game still yeah huge stop it stop mike must be about 22 <laughs> well they had it on guitar hero it must be great <laughs> it's too funny Sweet after, madam blue after this video we're gonna have to pull up uh the roboto video oh yeah we will we will definitely pull it up and see how great it is right dude is insane <laughs> all right here we go more of this interview all right and you, you, you'll try, and it goes south. It's kind of like that. You know, we've, we've tried to just have even the simplest arrangements for things, and it just, it's just uh, what they call, I guess, irreconcilable differences. And we still have songs that we co-wrote together, and, and those are, are our children, and we've managed to find a way to, to keep those things in play. But um, personality-wise, I... I you know, at this stage in my life, I want to be happy. I want to be around people who love me and that, that have my best interests at heart and I don't have to fight with. And uh, so there's just not enough years left that I would want to risk not having that again. Amen. 
wait a minute, did you see that big fucking horse tooth grin on this dude? <laughs> this dude looks like Mr. Ed all of a sudden. It's somebody get him a carrot. Yes. <laughs> that I <laughs> Somebody get him an apple or some sugar cubes. He's a man. <laughs> just make sure you keep your palm flat and watch those fingies. I'm just going to roll it to him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if you put donkey ears on him, it would have looked great. He would look like he would look like Eddie Murphy's uh, character in, in Shrek. <laughs> Holy cow. You could stick those up on the border and stop immigrants from coming in. Jesus it looks Christ. Like he, he could be on the, the opening credits of Hee Haw. <laughs> what a set of choppers on this guy. Remember, Jesus. Remember the Hee Haw donkey? Hee Haw. Hee Haw. Wow. That's hysterical. He looks a little, he looks a little Chinese or a little Asian. <laughs> That plastic surgery is a motherfucker. Oh, man, that's tough. My goodness. Yeah. Probably when he's 40, it's probably a great idea. Oh, boy. Yeah. Good point, Skippy. Good point. He looks like Gary Busey on acid. That's true. That is true. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> the jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Look, did gowan bring his white tigers <laughs> <laughs> oh man mike is just a dope before mr roboto sticks was yacht rock you're oh, insane stop it sticks was like one of the preeminent hard rock bands of the 70s yeah they're one of the biggest hard rock bands of the seventies. Yeah, between REO, Speedwagon, and and Sticks, they they those yeah. two were like huge as far as radio staples were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now in the eighties, they clearly sold it out to make the money. But sure, you know. But seventies, they were they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what Wilbur has to say here. <laughs> I would want to risk not having that again. Amen, brother Tommy. Well, Lawrence, you've been very good to sit there and listen to this. I, I, I love listening to Stig's history like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of the stories. I, I don't like to comment on people's former marriages. <laughs> I can understand that. But, you know, you know people still to this day, yep. some people like to focus on the fact that Dennis is not with the group right. anymore. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Focuses on but that. But you've actually... Him? <laughs> And that's like, again, that's like 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. I mean, no one's focused on that anymore. Nobody. Not, certainly not. Nobody goes to a stick show and goes, oh man, this would have been so good if Dennis DeYoung was here. I mean, sticks is just one of those bands like foreigner. It's like people just go to hear the sticks songs. Yeah. They don't really go, man. I wonder if Dennis DeYoung is going to be with Mm-mm. us tonight. And to be honest. Lawrence Gowan is every bit as good on stage as Dennis ever was. I know both. But but from a, from a personality standpoint, nobody's going there going, I wonder if Dennis is here. They're they're there to hear the songs that sound like sticks playing the songs. Yeah. 
That's all they care about. Like Foreigner. They just want to mm-hmm. go hear the Foreigner songs. This is one of those bands that it's kind of good that they broke up because Dennis puts on a pretty good show, even though he looks like a fucking 1830s British <laughs> judge, you know, with that stupid fake wig of his on. <laughs> You know, he, he looks like a like a judge. Yeah, he looks but, he looks like Falco or something. Yeah, he looks like Judge Aiken. <laughs> he does. You know, he has that that ridiculous hair. Right. But he still brings it, and it's a good show. I've seen the solo show for Dennis a couple of times, and um, I've seen Sticks with Gowan several times, and um, he does the Dennis parts as well as Dennis ever did. Yeah. And sounds like him and actually has more energy on stage and or has much energy. I don't want to say more because Dennis was definitely a float around the stage guy. Yeah. When uh, when when um, Foreigner was uh, touring with Sticks, um, and Jeff Pilsen invited me back to yeah. the show. You know, I got mm-hmm. to meet all those guys. You know, yeah. I got to meet uh, um Tommy and, and JY and, and I saw the show obviously. And, uh, got, that's when I got to meet Jason Bonham. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's when Jason was drumming for foreigner at the time. Right. And, uh, got to meet, um, uh, Jones. What's his first name? Mick Jones. Mick Jones. I got to meet Mick Jones. Right. You know, it's cool. Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's hear what, what they got to say to this fucking stroke victim. <laughs> See, I, I, I checked this out. You've been in the band longer. Is it time to retire this talking point? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should have never brought it up to begin yeah. with. How about starting with you, dickwad? Jesus, how about you sure. start there? It's not even a talking point anymore. Yeah. It's old news. You know, and, and this is where Gowan should have, and they, they never will because they never want to be insulting. But his answer should have been, I didn't bring it up. You did. Yeah. Let me ask you if it's time to start retiring this talking point. You know, he didn't bring it up. He didn't say a goddamn word. (laughs) All right. Let's hear what he has to say. All right. (laughs) If Dan Rowley wants to talk about it, I'm fine with it. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's... I, I see the band, it's funny because I, I hear the, the angst and, and the, the history that they had to live through and uh, as a band, and I'm respectful of that. From my perspective, although I've been in the band, I'm going into you know, closing in on, on 20 years yeah, yeah. now, so it's a third of my life. Uh, so I look at it as if we are a great band. And what's made us great is that we are the culmination of the efforts of everyone who's ever been in the band. There's only ever been 10 members of Styx from way back in 1971. I think that's a relatively low number for a band that's been around for over half a century. And uh, in order for a band to continue on, you know, sometimes in life you need a blood transfusion. And sometimes, you know, although I'm Canadian, apparently I was a match. (laughs) (laughs) So there you have it. Yeah. All right, the big the big interview. Yeah, the big interview with sticks. Right, of course. <laughs> well, again, I just was wondering what the purpose of interviewing sticks and rehashing old ground that nobody cares about anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. Dan does. I, that's bizarre, man. It's like, what, what what was the purpose of that? Don't know. Glad he did it though. It filled up thirty minutes of our time. Yeah, it's like, uh, <clears throat> hey, what was it like playing with Dennis Young? <laughs> 
Dennis DeYoung, what comes to mind? Right, exactly. <laughs> so you got that you got that Mr. Roboto video yeah, by Andy Chance. Let me find it real quick. It's like, what the fuck? Make Metal Mike fucking. Yeah, well, do you think it's time to uh, retire this talking point? Yeah, you should have never had. Uh, what was the purpose of this whole yeah. interview? You brought it up, dickhead. Yeah. So I don't know that, that I just find that just was, you know, for us, it was good fodder, but I, I don't get the reason why they did that. Yeah. Let's see here. Mr. Rubicu. Here we go with this great video, according to Metal Mike. All right. Fantastic so far. Mm. I walk it. Couldn't be more gay if they all had dicks coming out of their ass. <laughs> this was a rock band. This sucks. Yeah, this was a you know this was one of the top uh, you know rock bands on you know rock radio and and this is this is what happens. Jesus. <clears throat> Good. All right. Let's watch more of this. Good lord. He got that suit from Billy Squire. <laughs> Jesus, where did he get that? Jumpsuit. My goodness. <laughs> My God. Is that on the boat for Duran Duran? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So funny. Uh-huh. Let's watch more of this fucking jewel. What right. a what a terrible video. Right.
This is fucking terrible. <laughs> Dennis looks like Larry Dallas. <laughs> I just forgot how bad this was. I, I probably haven't seen this video in 25 years. Yeah, this is awful. This really is awful. Yep. I don't doubt it was a number one hit. I don't doubt that this was a number one hit. Doesn't but it's it terrible. Good. Doesn't make it good. Yeah. You know, I mean, fucking Kajagugu had a number one hit. Didn't make him good. Right. For God's sakes. All right. Let's see a little more of this. Oof, this is bad. <laughs> I need control. You know what the saddest part about this video is? This was what, 83, 84, something like that? Three. How much did they spend on this? Probably a million. Half, half a million to a million, I guarantee you. Because, <laughs> you know, this was early MTV, so uh, oh. you know, shooting videos was not cheap then. This probably cost them half their profits from a tour. Well, yeah, yeah. This was this was <laughs> advance money they had to make up. Oh man, that just had to. That's probably why these guys still got a fucking case of the ass with this. It's like, look and the me. fact that there's guys like Metal Mike that think it's their best song. Right. That's got to burn them to no end when somebody comes up to them and goes, "Dude, I loved Mr. Roboto." <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. Leave the show. Right. You know, they got to be, you got to think that they got to be mad when they hear that. Oh, all right. Here's some more. All right. be a dumb question what does this video mean do you have any idea what the story is here it's it's just bizarre it's just he's like he's like half man half machine he's like a controlled being or something like that i don't know it's like he has no free will i think that's what that's about it's Ugh. just he's, he's like a controlled uh being and has no free will to uh live you know make choice yeah. I guess Oof. if it's sci-fi, you should have been ejected into space. Bizarre, man. It's fucking garbage. 
<clears throat> All right, there's another minute of this lovely song for Mike. Here we go. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, man. You could tell that the band hated this because only Tommy Shaw is the only other one in the video. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them said, fuck, no, we ain't being part of this. I know. It's funny, man. <laughs> wow. Just horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. we're still talking about it today, or at least Dan Rather is. <laughs> and Metal Mike. <laughs> it's tough. That is a bad song. Yeah. Jesus. But sadly, 32 million plays. Yeah. God, that's ridiculous. Well, um, on the uh, old Spotify, uh, 66 million plays. That's a lot of bad taste. Yeah. 66 million on Spotify. Jesus. That Mm -hmm. is fucking terrible. Yes. Well, all right. There it is. He's Kilroy. Yeah. Kilroy was here. Yeah. Thankfully he's gone. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, let's take a break. Anything you want to hear? Um, let's see. Uh, we got to cleanse the palate. Let's, um, let's go with Viking skull, uh, from the album Viking skull called that bitch is out of control. Okay. All right. That's what we'll do then. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to play a few tunes, come back, do some more stuff, get into the paid segment of the uh, CMS. That's right. So uh, here's from the 2016 release from Viking Skull. That bitch is out of control exclusively here. On your classic metal show. We'll be right back. 